Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Nokian Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. I am Nokian Tires Senior Communications and Content Manager Wes Bowling. This was not an episode that we had planned to bring you as part of our normal monthly cadence. I guess you could call it a breaking news episode as we are here to tell you about a special bit of media coverage that Nokian Tires received uh, of our process of building the new Nokian Tires. Uh, This week, the New York Times ran a feature story about our efforts to realign our global production and distribution strategy to meet the needs of a new world post-war in Ukraine. And of course, when that war in Ukraine began, that meant immediately there would be major changes for our company. I wanted to give you a bit of a behind-the-scenes look at how this story came to be tell you the context behind the New York Times story and then talk about what those themes mean for our growth uh, here in North America and around the world. But it starts actually in uh, November, I believe, of 2021. So this has been a long, long lead. Uh, New York Times journalist Patty Cohen reached out to us fall of 21 and was interested in learning more about our company. She had written briefly about us in a feature story about uh, growth in Chattanooga uh, when our Dayton factory was announced, and she wanted to circle back and see how things were going for us. She had a number of questions, pricing, raw materials, standard you know, stuff, as she is. Uh, Patty is the global economics correspondent for the New York Times. And she had an off-the-record chat with our CEO because it was during a silent period for us And uh, we built a relationship through that. And not long after, she told us, guys, I want to come to Lapland. I've always wanted to come to Finland. I want to see your test facility. And I want to learn how you are meeting the needs of global customers through testing and R&D that's happening in Nokia and in Evolo. And so we put a trip on the books. We planned everything. We had everything uh, down to the dinner reservations. Uh, We'd booked a a dog sled ride for her, all of those things, to give her the full Lapland experience. And it was a Friday. I was packed. I was on Finland time. I was ready to get on that plane on Monday to meet Patty in Lapland when I saw breaking news uh, in the middle of the night that Putin had invaded Ukraine. And immediately we knew, of course, that there were going to be transformational changes, or at least the possibility of transformational changes for our company. And we also knew it was only a matter of time before Patty called off the trip, and uh, she did uh, not long after that. We, of course, understood, and it was uh, in everybody's best interest at that point to not travel to Lapland. But, of course, we also missed out on on a valuable bit of coverage from the New York Times. And as a PR guy... It's kind of the career dream, right? And so there was disappointment, even as there was uh, an understanding that this was not going to be the right time or the right thing. And of course, the changes to our company in the ensuing months bore that out and uh, and proved that to be correct. As 
you know, in 2021, Russia had made up 80% of our global supply, our global production. And while half the tires in Russia were going to the Russian market, a significant amount, of course, as you know, were going to North America. Uh, products like the Outpost AT, many of our winter tires. And we were going to have to rearrange all of those things. Fast forward then to March of this year, March of 23. Uh, we have announced at that point a groundbreaking of our new Romania factory in Oradia, Romania. Uh, and uh, that, of course, that initial site selection announcement was made in November. So somehow, merely you know, eight months and change after the war began, we already had a new site selected. We already announced we were exiting Russia. And in late March, the money had hit the bank account. Russia had been sold. And we were in the midst of beginning to tell our internal story and talk to dealers about the new Nokian tires and what that was going to mean. And... I had a voicemail from Patty Cohen, again, the New York Times global economics correspondent whose trip had fallen through at the last minute in February of 22, and she said, hey, can I come to Romania? I am really interested, she said, in understanding how you are reorienting your global supply in the wake of your Russia exit. Of course, when the New York Times calls, you do your best to make it work, but also, to the credit of my global colleagues, they understood the value of this story just as well as I did. That when the New York Times wants to tell the story of the new Nokian tires, A, you find a way to make it work, which thank goodness we did. But B, you understand that your story is a story that is intriguing. It's compelling, not just to your own customers, and we know many of you are interested in learning about this, but also to regular Americans, those who are interested in you know economic changes and how things like conflict uh, or even COVID-19 are causing companies to question and reorient their supply chains. And so, uh, less than three months, really just over two months later, I was on a plane uh, to Budapest, Hungary, where I was going to meet the global economics correspondent for the New York Times, Patty Cohen, to tell the story of the new Nokian tires. And yes, you'd better believe I confirmed she got on her plane before I got on mine. Uh, sure enough, arrived in Budapest and uh, thus began four days of travel through three countries, numerous conversations, many cocktails, uh, some deep, deep dive interviews, and a lot of background off the record conversation over, over dinner and travel and tours with Patty. And so I thought I would give you just a, a quick glimpse of what that looked like behind the scenes. And again, would encourage you to read the resulting story in the New York Times published this week. Uh, and uh, we'll also send a, a note to you. Uh, if you are a customer of ours, you got an email uh, that has not only the link to the story, but also a behind the scenes look at um, what that experience was like. And it began in Budapest, Hungary. I came down from my hotel room. Uh, to meet Patty in the lobby, and we went off on a tour of Budapest. I thought it would be a nice, light way to get to know her a little bit uh, informally, you know, explore a place, and also kind of understand her style uh, of questions, and maybe get a little bit of a preview of how she was going to approach the interview process with CEO Yuka Moisio and with uh, Global SVP of Supply Operations, Adrian Kamarczyk. And sure enough, as we're taking a tour and learning about architecture and history and culture, she stops our tour guide and, and she begins to ask what our tour guide thinks about a very controversial 
uh, kind of semi-authoritarian leader in Hungary. <laughs> and uh, the tour guide demurred, I mean, understanding that she's standing a block from Parliament and is probably not in the best position to answer candidly about a leader that is controversial. Uh, she said something like, you know, I'm not really interested in politics. Totally fair. And I understood then that Patty was not afraid to ask tough questions, even in you know challenging circumstances. And even though we have a positive story to tell, we need to be ready. And sure enough, we're sitting there over our, our second drink later that night after the tour. The tour guide's still there. We're just hanging out, talking about kids and life and you know, lighthearted stuff. And Patty looks at me and she says, so why do you want to tell this story now? And that's what I knew that she was going to be probing and really was going to try to understand you know, the logic behind what we were doing and ask every question and leave no stone unturned. And I told her, because we have a powerful story to tell. Fast forward the next day, we're driving to Aradia, Romania. We meet up with uh, Adrian, our, again, our, our SVP of supply operations. And our plan the next day was to tour the Aradia factory. But first, we got a fascinating look at the town of Aradia. And let me tell you, as we write to you in subsequent emails and, and have conversations about the Romania factory, which is purely going to serve Central Europe and not North America at all, but I think it, it serves as an example of what others see uh, in our company and the desirability of Nokian tires and moving to a particular area. Uh, city manager Mihai Yurka gave us an incredible tour of the area and what really exuded from him the whole time was his hunger for growth. I mean, this is a guy, he's a city manager, so he's planning the city center, events, architecture, uh, you know, infrastructure, all the all these things. And, and he's in the middle of getting an MBA in uh, Berlin. He travels to various cities during his free time to understand how they have planned their city centers, places like Tel Aviv, Graz, Austria, and he's bringing back that knowledge from his classes and his travels to Aradia to understand how to blend industry and livability and grow an area. And he kept talking about these communist block apartments and old, you know, kind of you know, gray lady, if you will, buildings, uh, you know, gray elephants, I think is the word actually, and how they were incentivizing the owners of those buildings which come from the communist era, Stalinist era, to fix up their places, giving them tax breaks to do that and, and make it more affordable. But then if they didn't do that, then they like quadrupled their taxes until basically it forced them to either sell or make changes. There's hunger in Aradia for growth. There's hunger at Nokian Tires for growth. But it was so interesting to then sit down at dinner with him and talk about you know, his family's escape from the Germans and the Russians in World War II, when he's talking about his grandparents. And you realize that democracy in Romania is just over 30 years old. Nicolae Ceausescu was ousted in the late 80s, 1989, I believe. And they're still navigating how to be a democratic nation and a democratic community. And the response that Mihai has to that challenge is to be hungry and to be innovative and to be as my colleague said, uh, my Finnish colleague, Alina, to be fresh. Aradia is a fresh place with fresh enthusiasm for growth, and that includes Nokian tires. The site in Aradia is vast. It is really impressive. Even though we went uh, just a month and a half after, not even a month and a half, a month after the groundbreaking event, uh, and, and the ground was mud, they'd already laid the first foundation. 
for part of the mixing building, I believe it was, there were dozens of, of diggers, excavators, dump trucks, uh, digging and hauling out earth. And it was clear the progress at that site was going to happen quickly because of the hunger for growth. And that was the subject of our conversations with Patty uh, throughout that trip, was that that hunger for growth. It even extended to the border guards, uh, by the way, uh, between Hungary and Romania. We got stopped at the border uh, between Hungary and Romania. We're exiting basically the Eurozone travel area, and so they had to check our passports. And they noticed there was a Finn, there was an American, there was a Romanian driver, and there was an American who lived in London. And so they took a little extra time to look at our passports. You could say we were stopped at the border. We weren't detained. We stayed in our car, but we had to sit, and it looked like we were going to have to sit for a while. Our driver went to check on things. He came back. He said, all right, we're good. We said, what did you do? And he said, well, I was friends with one of the border guards, and his wife owns a cleaning service in Aradia, which is just 10 kilometers away. And she's very excited about Nokian Tires to come into town. We both are. And so they just want to say good luck to you guys and have a nice day. So, I mean, there was no bribery here. Nothing inappropriate happened. But the excitement around our growth even helped us get into Romania in the first place without a hassle. <laughs> that was uh, characteristic of, of really the whole trip. Appreciation for Nokian Tires and our growth process. It was so interesting to hear Adrian talk very candidly with Patty about the reasons behind our selection criteria in Oradia, because I think they apply also to what we're doing in Dayton. What we wanted first and foremost out of Oradia and what we want out of Dayton is a stable, fertile place to grow. We need political stability, which I know we talk about how divided America is, but of course, you know, in the U.S. we still have a, a climate that is, that is, you know, ripe for growth. Uh, Romania is that in Central Europe, you know, stable politically, European Union member, NATO presence, and those were big factors, but also workforce availability. You know, we're going to be hiring around 500 workers in Aradia for a, uh, a really impressive facility that's going to be making 6 million tires a year. And we need a place where the workforce is hungry and ready. And that's the same in Dayton, where we just actually... Uh, are uh, getting ready to announce the completion of our hiring process of 125 workers to get us to 475, thousands of applications. And we were able to hire a really, a really good uh, addition to our team there, 125 people. And so we talked with Adrian about the importance of that stability. Uh, we talked over cocktails numerous nights with Patty also about Dayton and how that's the story here as well, that uh, we are innovative, we understand we have to do different things to grow and that global trends, whether it's in weather, uh, consumer buying patterns, whatever it is, have necessitated an expanded product mix for Nokian tires, and including in North America, with our growing portfolio of all seasonal all-weather tires made uh, in, uh, in North America for North America. It was really an amazing trip, and it culminated with a discussion with CEO Yuka Moisio, in Helsinki, after the conversation, Patty told me privately she was impressed with Yuka's candor. But really, what more do we have than candor? <laughs> I think that's that's a question I'd pose to you. Uh, we've been through so much as a company uh, in the last year and a half, and certainly our struggles as a company pale in comparison to um, the tragedy that is unfolding in, in Ukraine. And so we want to obviously put, put our challenges from a business standpoint in their proper context and give proper perspective. But from a business standpoint, of course, it has caused us to revisit everything we were doing. 
we'd already decided to no longer invest in Russia, but to leave Russia and to quickly reorient production around Oradia, Nokia, and of course here in North America in Dayton, it has been an immense challenge. And Yuka did not mince any words about how challenging that was. At one point, Patty said to him, so first you had COVID-19, then you had the global supply chain crisis, and then you had the war in Ukraine. She said something to the degree of, it can't get any worse, right? You've already seen the worst challenges you're going to see, and all of us at once knocked on wood. <laughs> I hope the conference room table was made of wood uh, because uh, uh, we, we needed to, to have a little luck there. So from the mud in Romania to a, a sparkling conference room in Helsinki, you know, I guess that was kind of the symbolism of, of what we were doing, right? We, we were ranging... Europe, we were arranging all kinds of different, you know, conditions, both physical and metaphorical. Uh, we were having deep conversations about our reorientation of our production, our supply chain, to be regional in its scope. I mean, every all-season and all-weather tire made in North America is going to North America, and we will then bring in winter tires from Nokia, of course, uh, where that's our flagship winter factory. No winter tires right now being made in Dayton. You can say the same for Arati, Romania when it's online. That's going to be our Central Europe facility. And it will make tires for Central Europe. Nokia continues to be the winter hub, but also makes tires for the Nordics. We've reoriented ourselves around three places that are stable, that are strong, and that give us, to, to use the metaphor uh, back to the construction side of Romania, that give us a firm foundation to grow. But as we covered with Yuka and Adrian, you can't grow effectively if you don't already have some sort of foundation in place. And what we have is and always has been strong. Our balance sheet, stable, strong, not very debt heavy in the past. We're able to take on a little more debt now because we have a strong balance sheet. Our culture, strong, stable. Our team, wherever you go, feels the same. If you're in Nokia at the, at the factory there, if you're in Helsinki meeting with colleagues, if you're in Romania meeting with, in this case, Adrian, if you're in Dayton, if you're in Nashville, if you're in Vermont, wherever you may be, you feel like you're part of the same team. The culture feels the same. Our products, stable, strong, growing stronger. And you see that in North America, of course, with new additions to the market in past years. The Nokian Tires 1 exceeded all expectations from a sales standpoint, and we had high expectations for it. The Nokian Tires WRG4, our all-weather line that we introduced to the market 20 years ago. All-terrain tires like the Outpost NAT coming off the line now. Really excited about that and the strength, literal strength, that it shows uh, with pothole protection. Same with the Outpost APT. And so what was great in our discussion with Patty to, to sum all this up, and thanks for listening if you listened this long to this monologue. But as we sat over cocktails, her favorite cocktail, by the way, double vodka, lemon juice, and, and a little bit of sugar. Uh, as we sat over cocktails and had these discussions, we were telling a story, A, that interested her enough to travel around Europe to cover it, but B, is strong enough to suggest that growth is ahead for us. And that as these factories grow, and in Aradia's case, come online, that they're not growing out of nothing. Even if that Romania factory seemed like it came out of nowhere in a quick, a quick, quick year of change for us, the roots are strong. The people, the products, the plan all remain strong at Nokian Tires. And uh, that's great because 
not only is it gaining your faith, which is the most important thing, and then you're able to tell consumers about it. But in case you wondered if this was viable, if this was uh, promising, the New York Times believed so, and they traveled around the world to tell it. Again, we encourage you to go to the New York Times website and check out the story. Uh, we sent an email to you as well that uh, summarizes the story, but also goes into a little more behind-the-scenes detail about some of the funny stories that, that we have, uh, everything from eating Romanian-Italian food and mud-caked jeans because we basically sunk into the mud at the construction site uh, on a very rainy day, uh, to uh, Patty inviting me to tango uh, the first night we met. Um, thank goodness I declined or the rest of the visit might not have happened. Uh, a little more about getting stuck at the border <laughs> from... Hungry to Romania, some fun behind-the-scenes stories that, that we're going to be sending you um, as part of our dealer services newsletter, but also have already sent um, a breaking news item linking to that story. Um, a final note of thanks, though, because ultimately you make our company what it is, and it's your faith in that growth story that gives us the freedom and the opportunity to grow. Uh, we will continue to communicate um, thoroughly with you via your sales reps, but also via this channel, our dealer services newsletter, our dealer services portal, uh, to make sure you're up to speed on what's happening. Because as the New York Times would agree, this is an important and exciting story to tell. Thank you very much and have a great rest of your day. Nokian Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokian Tires, with a Y, dot com. Until next time. Keep on rolling.